How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode five of Don't Panic. So a little speed bump on episode four. It is not on RSS.com. It's not on my official podcast host website. Uh, I recorded an MKV, MVK, instead of MP4. And uh, yeah, my converters uh, just made it skip. So for a whole day, my podcast was skipping. It's, it's perfectly fine on YouTube. Um, if you are listening to this on my rss.com website, go to youtube.com slash don't panic with Justin. And actually, that's a lie. I don't have a, a URL. Uh, just search up don't panic with Justin Scott. You'll find me, baby. Uh, this might sound a little self-absorbed, but I listened to episode four while I was at work. Um, with a little bit of uh, introspection, um, I wanted to just listen just to just to critique myself pretty much and what I said. And I still stand by what I said. I still feel like a very temporary replaceable person. Um, but the only way that's going to change is if I just change. Like I I'm, I'm still going to be who I am like on the inside. I'm always going to be nice. I'm always going to be kind to people. Uh, but there has to... <laughs> What's the right way to say this? People who are in my life and to be very, very close in my life have to meet a certain quota. And if they do not meet my requirements, they only get part of me. That's what I'm going to start changing about myself. That's what I realized. And I thought this was going to be a month-long journey. I'm still not going to do TikTok that much. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I figured out. And usually it's like, oh, it's not that easy to find the answer. No, it's quite easy. If you just, if you kill your ego, for one, if you don't make excuses in your head, you're completely honest with yourself, you can find out the answer pretty quick on what you need to do in life. Either fix yourself, change the people around you, like who you have around you. It's quite easy to make those decisions. You just have to be willing to sacrifice certain things. And the thing that I'm going to sacrifice is I'm not going to be 100% me uh, with just people. Uh, they will get kind. They will get nice. They will get, uh, you know, very respectful. They'll get that, but they will not get all of me. That, that takes a special human being from now on. Uh, I realize that I am too open. I realize that I am too uh, forthright about my past, about my feelings, and I'm only going to let a small group. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vet who's in my life. And what's funny is that I have given this advice to people. I've given it to people, but I never applied it to myself. That's strange. That's strange. Twisty is not a sponsor of this podcast it is not but i like it if you want to sponsor me come on 
I didn't even make a weird face after I drank it. So you know it's good. <laughs> but yeah, back to the, the point. Is, yeah, I am just... I, no, I don't owe anyone 100% me. I, I really don't. For some reason, I thought I did. Like, I had to give them everything all at once. I'm going to treat myself like a video game. You know, you can't get to the next level until you meet a certain criteria. And that's what it's going to be. How am I going to implement this? I don't know. That's, uh, that's a, um, a path that I haven't figured out yet. But um, just so no one is like worried because I, I took a misstep uh, the other day when I released that statement. Um, a couple of people who I love dearly thought I was talking about them and it caused them a lot of stress. And I didn't check my phone. I made the post and that was it. I didn't check my phone. Really hectic day at work. I just came home and just went to sleep. That's all I did. And I woke up and I finally checked all my messages and <clears throat> like that was that was a huge misstep on my part. So if you're listening to this, uh, but I know we've already talked, but I love you and everything's fine. Um, but yeah, like uh, listening back to episode four, um, like I also realize about myself that I allow people who don't end up liking me back. I let them dictate my, my mood and, and my, my feelings. And I, and I tell people all the time, don't let people affect how you feel about yourself. Um, you know what's true. You know what's wrong about you. You know what's right about you. Um, don't let other people's opinions of you or how they treat you or if they just completely stop talking to you. You know, maybe do some introspection. Maybe you are the problem. Um, but don't let it affect you. Like, don't let it get you down in the dumps it's um it's also quite telling that when i was younger things like this would take me out for months <laughs> this this wouldn't like i would go ghost for months i would just shut down completely and with age with experience with actually Finally living this free life where I'm able to do the things I want to go do, go places where I want to go, meet people that I want to meet. Um, it's, it's allowed me to have some life experience that I didn't have for the last six to seven years. Now, I was, I was a mega boyfriend, super husband. Uh, and I focused all of my energy on a person and not myself. So I'm playing catch up with no mustard. Uh, so it's took me a while, it took me quite a bit. Uh, but now I feel like I can recoup and recover much quicker than I used to. And, you know, I always, you know, if I do feel this way, I, I prepare people like I, at least I'm like, Hey, I might be gone for a bit. 
because uh, I don't want to bring people in and have them stress about me. Like I, which is kind of weird because I will put myself out there to help people in need. But when I'm in need, I am very like, whoa, I, I want to handle this myself. I don't want to put people through stress and have them worry about me. Um, so I kind of just want to deal with it myself. I don't know why that is. I don't know why I'm not open to letting people help and talk to me and talk through it. Um, there's only a few people in my life, most of them, my siblings and my father. And there's like a few people that are not family that I let into my life and ask for advice and seek counseling and, and guidance. And I think I've already said that. Um, if I didn't, oh, well, it's all out there. We don't edit this bitch. It's one take. I might pause if I need to go take a piss. But other than that, uh, we just let it ride. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I feel a lot better today. Day went by really quick. It was a 12-hour shift at work. And it sucked. But it went by pretty quick. Um, and it's been really hot in Texas. So I've been fucking miserable. But as soon as I walked outside, cool breeze. There was a storm a-brewing. We love our thunderstorms in Texas. We don't like the naders, right? We don't like the tornadoes, but we like the thunderstorms. Uh, speaking of which, I almost got in a car wreck. Now, why am I not completely shaking in my boots? I did when I was in the car. Um, I couldn't see anything on the loop because the, the city I live in, they have this big loop that just wraps around the city. And it like it's a pretty much... Uh, like an access road, pretty much. Like a, when you're on these big highways, you can take toll roads, but it's not a toll road. It's just a fucking loop. And I took the loop because I just wanted to get home quick, and then I couldn't see shit. And what's fucking crazy, I, I don't want anyone to take this advice. I couldn't see shit, so I was like, oh, I'm going to take a video of this just to show how crazy the, uh, the um, storm was. And if I was like, a professional, I would have prepared that video clip and showed you. That would have been neat to see. But I'm not. And I didn't think of it ahead of time, and I'm not just going to pause and then just whatever. I could if I really cared about it. I don't care. But the point, the salient point, is that I could see the road on my phone. I couldn't see it through my windshield, but I could see it through the phone. So I was holding my phone like this driving looking at my phone because that was the only way i could see the road i guess the contrast on my phone was like really high or something so yes i drove while looking at my phone and it probably saved my life but there was this one point i hit this patch of water there's this pool of water i have a really small <coughs> car not professional i have a very small car and it almost like spinned Almost spinned out of control. It took every fiber in my being not to like readjust myself. But I remembered in the back of my head, I was always told, do not try to do a correction because it will be an overcorrection and you'll spin out. So I just could, I kept the wheel steady. I didn't jerk the wheel. And thank God for that because I would have spun out. It would have been fucking terrible. Even though I was driving maybe 40, 50 miles per hour, it would have been fucking terrible. But I'm here, and I survived. And the main reason why I survived is because 
I'm a survivor, I'm not gonna give up, I'm gonna gonna keep on work harder. I'm a survivor, I'm not gonna give up, I'm on the sun, I need to learn the words to that song. Dun, 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 dun. Anywho, um, yeah, it was a eventful day. I was late to work. That's another thing, too. And, uh, yeah, you, uh, mo those things would really bother me. Like, at the, everything that's been happening would usually just, like, bother me. And I would not be in the mood to do anything. I wouldn't be in the mood to do a podcast or anything. I, my ability to recover is quite impressive. To my, I'm impressing myself. Knowing what I used to be like. Jesus. Now I'm going to take a puff of this, but I'm going to pause while I take a puff so there's no dead air. That was cool. Nicotine buzz. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. There's so many things that I want to talk about, but I don't want to. Let me tell you why. I know that sentence didn't make, it made no sense. Um... There's a lot of things going on in the news, but here's the thing. I have learned to shut the fuck up, right? If it doesn't concern me, which a lot of the things happening in the news doesn't really concern me, I don't need to fucking talk about it because here's the thing. You're not going to change anyone's mind. That's the, that's the fucking shit. You're not going to change people's minds on anything. You might. Is it worth to try? Eh, maybe. But when people are stuck in this mindset, you're never going to change their mind. You're just going to argue with them, right? And the way I discuss things is, is completely blunt and honest. And anytime I've done that, I'm having to reply to almost everyone, re-explain myself, and then correct them when they fucking completely misrepresent my point. There's no point. There's really no point. To try to have a conversation with someone who is not willing to listen to you, you're wasting your time. Do not talk to people who are not willing to listen to you. You, you want to start these arguments and discussion. Maybe you don't want to start an argument. Maybe you want to have a discussion. You're not going to change their mind because they're not willing to listen. You cannot change the mind of anyone who's not willing to listen to you. And if you're going and you're replying to these clearly hostile people that don't want to listen to anything else, you're wasting your time. Another thing that I've noticed about TikTok is a lot of the drama involves fucking. It involves relationships. It involves communications. Now, I'm not bashing anyone here, but I, it's something that I've just realized what the root of a lot of the causes are when it comes to these TikTok dramas. There's people fucking each other. And then they have a falling out. Usually when a breakup happens, yeah, you might go tell your friends. But now a lot of our friends are online. And we, whether, if you're listening to this and you make TikToks, whether you like it or not, you're a performer. You are a character on someone's phone. No one's going to take into account that you have a story. No one thinks about what led you to the point where you got to where you are today. You are a character on someone's screen. You might as well be Iron Man. 
you're a character. So no one's going to take that into account. But it, it blows my fucking mind that scandals, riveting shit that gets watched and gets views and engagement is all about some, a couple of people who fucked each other and they're no longer fucking each other. And that somehow is a scandal. Somehow that is drama. And it's the root of it all. It's someone likes someone. They like them back. They had a falling out. They ended up liking someone else. And then automatically you become a victim. Look, I was fucking fucked over by my ex. They cheated on me. I don't feel like a victim. I feel like someone who was lied on or lied to. I don't feel like a victim. Right? Like, everyone wants to latch onto this title of victim. A victim, that, that word should be only exclusive to people who are actual victims. Like, of violence, you know, of fraud. Like, fraud when it comes to, like, you were scammed. And then a lot of people think, oh, well, someone cheating on me, they, they scammed me. No. They liked you, they wanted to be with you, but then they met someone else and they no longer wanted to be with you. That's not a scam. That's someone changing their mind. People are allowed to change their minds. It took me a long time to get that hate out of my heart for my ex. She just changed her mind. That's it. And who knows? Maybe if we would have stayed together, I would have changed my mind. You know? And I think the reason why I was upset, and if I'm truly honest with myself, I'm upset that I didn't change my mind first. I, I, I'm upset that I didn't leave. And that, like, that realization and being honest with myself about that, yeah, I, I could have, you know, my ex, she does whatever online. I could have ruined her reputation. I had, like, so many, like, images and videos and, and conversations that I could have, like, ruined her reputation with. But what's that going to do? That's not going to make me feel any better. That's just going to make someone feel worse. And even if they hurt me, hurting them, that's not going to make me feel better. It, it might for maybe five minutes, and then I have to live with myself. Like, I have to continue living with that decision that I made. And when you're on TikTok and you are exposing your dirty laundry, like, it's all bullshit. It really is. Like, I think what I did uh, with, with the Emma, the two videos I, I did on her, I didn't care about her sexcapades or whatever. It was more, it was more on the, the, the point of her lying about someone trying to ruin their life. That's what I care about. I don't care if people fucked each other. I really don't care. I don't care... If one or the other cheated on the person, I don't really fucking care. When people break up, learn how to keep that shit to yourselves. And if say if you, you say if you're a prominent content creator and you break up, you might be very tempted to, you know, drop a diss track on them. You know, figuratively. You might be really inclined to because your fans will tell you, oh, I'm, he's, he's or she's an asshole. You're, you're valid. Like, you're going to get the dopamine rushes from that. It's very enticing. But if you are a big creator, 
and you are with someone and you're no longer together, eventually people are going to ask, hey, where's so-and-so? What you should do is say, we just just didn't get along or uh, we just weren't a good match. Like you're giving people information that they have no business knowing. And then you want to get upset at people talking about it. Because say if you're lying or you're not telling the complete truth and people point that shit out, you get mad at them. If you didn't release that shit, nobody would be able to say anything about it. Right? And especially if you're lying, yeah, you're going to get mad that people are questioning your lies. Liars get mad when they're questioned. I mean, maybe that's a broad statement to make. Um, people who get overly defensive uh, when they're questioned about their lies, that's an issue. When they start screaming and yelling. And I'm talking about like not raising your voice. I'm talking about actual rage, seething a uh, anger. I keep stuttering. I need to learn how to not stutter anymore. Maybe it's my brain. Ah, Twisted T, sponsor me. What was my point? Oh, the point was, yeah, if, if you get bombastic and angry when you're questioned about your evidence, yeah, that, that's a clear indicator that you're probably not telling the truth. So here's my advice. If you don't want to be questioned about something, don't fucking talk about it. If, if in certain cases, maybe you should just go ahead and say something, like say if you were physically assaulted or really badly abused. Yeah, you should be questioned, uh, not questioned. You should talk about it and then fuck anyone who asks you questions and just don't reply to them. But if you don't want none, don't be nuns. Okay? A lot of this shit going on, it, it's self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted, and it's usually over lies. It's usually someone got their feelings hurt. They wanted to lie. They wanted to jump on a bandwagon and, you know, because they were pissed. And sometimes when people are angry, they do crazy shit in anger and they don't do what they normally would do. They allow the rage to take over them. And it's just not healthy. It's not. And I think... You can tell if someone's a victim. Like, you can really tell. You can tell in their demeanor. You can tell by the way they speak. If uh, victims don't speak in a condescending tone. Victims don't speak in the sense of, like, anger. A lot of victims don't even come forward. You know? A lot of them stay silent about it. The ones who are coming forward that are being very condescending, very being very performative... It's not because, you know, I'm finally taking a stance and I've, I've reclaimed my power. No, it's because you're not telling the truth. That's why everybody knew Amber Heard was lying because the way she was talking about things was clear that she was lying, clearly being performative. Like you think you can control your behaviors and your micro behaviors and your, you can't control those things. Those are things are, they're involuntary. You can't control them. Doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. If you're talking about real shit, you're more than likely, without even knowing, you're going to um, give yourself away. Harley. 
think my brother's home. I'm going to pause for a second. Ta-da! Uh -huh. Hi. I don't know how sensitive this mic is, so you might have to lean in a little bit to talk. Okay. This is my boy, though. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Charlie. What did you want to bring to the conversation? Uh, uh, catch me up. Catch me up to speed. Um, what is your opinion on, like, people who air out their dirty laundry on TikTok? Not the ones who are defending themselves. Like, people clearly have to defend themselves when their statements are made about them. But, like, what is your stance on the whole, like, people airing out their dirty laundry? Uh so, as soon as I turned the mic, I realized that it completely cut out the audio. Yeah. And at least we didn't go, like, far depth into it. So let me rephrase the question. What is your opinion about people who air out their dirty laundry, not the ones who defend themselves, but the ones who, like, unabashedly performative say, this is what happens, and, like, you, you think they're, like, people who do that. I know this is a two-parter. You think people who do it that way, do you think they're automatically lying? Like, are you more inclined to believe that they're probably full of shit when they get very performative? Um, for, yeah, first, the like, what do you think about people airing their dirty laundry? Number one, it's sh they're shooting themselves in the foot, plain and simple. Because um, I feel like it, it's, there's two kinds of people. It, it is therapeutic to... Um, in the same way that pe people who journal, they put all their thoughts on the paper. Right, that's um, true. Except it's, it stays on the, on the paper for right. the most part. You, you get it all out there. The people who put it on social media, I, there, I do believe there, there are a sector of people who do it because voicing it, getting it out, and just putting it out there is in a way therapeutic. The people who, when they do it, and it's kind of performative, and you can tell that it's almost rehearsed. When you rehearse something, you want it to sound perfect. And when it almost sounds like you're performing a monologue for an audition, um, it is hard sometimes to be like, okay, how, how true is it? Because if it's like, while they're speaking, you are like, you can be like, oh, they're about to get emotional. And boom, they get emotional. It, yeah, it may it seems... be coming from a genuine place, but if you've rehearsed it so much that it sounds in, uh, inauthentic, it, that whole where you shoot yourself in the foot comes back into, into play is that people are going to take in what you're giving, and they're going to immediately have an opinion about it. Well, this could be just me. I know everybody's different. When I like talked about my shit that, that I went through, I was very clear on what happened. But I didn't give extreme detail. Yeah. Like I'd only give those details to people who trusted and all that stuff. I was honest with the situation. But I also feel like what people are coming forward about now, like, like I'm so glad you're not in this realm. Um, but there are people coming forward. What they're coming forward about is just like, oh, a guy not talking to them anymore. They, they're talking too much. That's literally what it is. Um, to like kind of fill you in, I, I think I talked to you about it, uh, the whole superpowered voice situation. She was exposed for lying and she admitted that she lied. And now she's coming back, um, in prey. And for, for those listening, who doesn't give it? But like, this is, 
This is me dragging him into something. You know, I, I, he will, do I'll Way carry him out on my shield. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but it's like just looking at it from that point of view, like someone who has clearly lied about something. Like to defend that, like I don't know if you've ever sensed this. It seems like people get more mad about people defending themselves rather than the person who did the bad thing. Like, they get more angry when someone says, no, you don't get to talk about me like that. You don't get to say this about me because it's not true. You're not allowed to lie on me. People will get mad at that person. Even if the person is exposed for lying, they get mad at the person defending themselves. It's like um, with chickens. Like, if you have a coop of chickens. I said this on the last podcast. If you have a coop of chickens... One of those chickens are going to get its feathers ripped. That's where pecking order came from. Mm-hmm. There are people who are just, when it comes to people, now it seems like people want to pile on, like, someone defending themselves. Like, they get mad that they're actually defending themselves. Like, they want to see, it's like people want to see people be bad. Like, they want, it's this weird thing. I know I'm on a tangent. It's like, yeah, I want to believe a victim. I really do. But what's the best way I can describe it? Seems like I would much rather, I would hope that someone is lying. Not to protect anybody, but to be actually hoping someone's an, a victim. Like, I, I'm probably not explaining very well it's just well, like, it's like when you hear something that bad happens like oh man i hope that's not true like but there's people who want it to be true like wouldn't you rather that person lot be lying about it and not actually be a victim wouldn't you rather that like if you believe victims for sure but when people are clearly lying like why do you want to believe their lie why would you why would you be like jazzed about something happening to someone like i getting excited about that that's just that seems yeah well extremely i think let me take a hit off of your not off of your um well it sounds very like marvel cinematic universe comic book movie people love a villain um and i don't know enough about that whole situation with that specific uh person to fully give a like a straight up like well educated opinion about it, um, but sometimes I don't, and I don't know why. It, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I'm quoting a, a Marvel movie where it's like people love to be a villain, and you see it in the news every day, where it's like most most of what's being reported on is the bad. Because there is bad going on, but the things that sell uh, papers or back in the day, um, or magazines, or uh, get people to view is when something bad, like somebody, um, you know, walking up to somebody on the street and decking them, like in New York. Yeah, or like, yeah you don't see, like you you see those feel good stories that people gravitate to, like a natural gravitas to, but like. There are people who 
will open the they, they'll open the ne- uh, Necronomicon. I think that's it. Yeah. They'll open it knowing that there's nothing good there. They, they it's like they enjoy. I'm seeing a lot of people enjoy the suffering of others, and I'm also seeing people getting upset that people are being held accountable. One of the one of the things that I was accused of, uh, was mentally abusing someone I presented all the evidence and confirmed that they were not telling the truth, and that was called mental abuse. Now, me personally, don't have to agree with me. I don't think people who lie in order to hurt someone, I don't think they they deserve kindness. I, I feel like when someone treats you shitty, and you may not treat them shitty, but you treat them with the level of respect you would give someone who treats you shit, give them that same kind of energy back and then you're you're the dick. Like you're the one that's automatically in the wrong. Like what they did is completely erased and your response to it it becomes the main focus. Ultimately I don't understand that. Well ultimately that's I think the response that they might not have expected, but now that they they've gotten that response, it almost I think like empowers them to keep at it. Right, um yeah. so um, thing is, and something I, I try to practice, not just in like, not just in life, but like me teaching, uh, shout out POD, um, <laughs> no, uh, is that oftentimes like, or sometimes like, you know, uh, a student will come into class and they'll have a bad attitude and they will do something, say something, and the times I'm not perfect. There are times that I reacted to, um, but the times that I that you just kind of like, okay, that was wrong, and you move on. Um, they ultimately wanted that. They wanted some sort of response, and they wanted you to match their energy. And sometimes, like it feels, it is. Sometimes it is. It just happens, and in it, you know, you roll with it. But right, well, agree with that. Um, because if they didn't like the reaction they might have not enjoyed it but a part of them probably was like Ooh, okay it is some form of attention they they roll with it and they, that becomes their thing because i would assume based off of after everything came out it brought a new level of attention and a new amount probably a larger amount of views even even the people that people don't yeah. like like you know, there's hate watching shane dawson's video ca- like his views didn't go down Whenever everybody found out that he wasn't a spirit or Onision or any other fill in the blank here problematic YouTuber. Oh, I haven't heard of him. Sometimes I watch his downfall just to like feel something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but like that's the thing though is like negative. It's like uh, any publicity is good publicity. If that makes any sense. For I mean, for some people, some people that some people thrive off of that. At the same yeah. time, like another, like, I think shitty people don't expect the nice people to ever respond with the same energy or the same, the correct response. I think the correct response is to not show that person any race. I, I don't think you don't have to completely turn into them, but I think you should match not energy per se, 
uh, match volume. Match. Someone's lying about you. Shouldn't have to tiptoe around them, sugarcoat it at all. You should be like, uh, no, you are fucking lying. You yeah. are not telling the truth. Are not a good person if you lie. Um, it, I treat good people with respect and kindness. Obviously, not a good person. So there's no, there's no reason I should treat you any better than you're treating. You're not treating me at all. So why should I treat? You? And the shitty people's response to that, they get really offended. They they start becoming a victim. Like, oh my god, look how this person's responding to me. That's probably what they wanted in the first place. Um. I don't know, it's just like, I know this has been said before on probably a podcast or nothing cool about being, there is nothing brave about being a victim, there's not, it's not a good thing to be, but today there's currency, you get adulation, you get sympathy, crushes with comments and views and all that stuff, and there's an incentive to lie person I exposed for they had an incentive because they had a following. That following commented, they watched, they shared, and it's been proven that social media when you get likes or when you get messages and stuff, get a quick dopamine rush. Even if it's like rush, rush. Even I if love it's that man. <laughs> I love rush. I love rush. I love rush. Even if it's negative, like your brain will still process it as, you know, Oh, they need a hit of dopamine, serotonin, like get that negative feedback loop for this. Like I, after this podcast, I'm, but it's like when you're exposed for lying and then you double down on the lie, even though you admitted to the lie, but then you never admitted to the lie, but there's video evidence, uh, evidence of the lie. And then you showed that video evidence and it's been on a podcast made by a guy that clearly hasn't fully healed, but he causes podcast don't panic because he doesn't want to panic about things when all that shit comes out and you still deny it does this does this person have a large enough following where they make money off of tiktok ah probably they've wrote they've written books published books well that's so that i think that adds another level to it is that when what you do brings in financial support or, or gain I think it makes it worse. Uh, yeah. Um, because not only are you like, are you like, oh, well, I have an image that I've built that I also, like, I need to salvage. But also, if this completely falls apart for me, um, then, then I'm not going to have that possibly. Or either it completely goes away or it diminishes quite a bit. Um, don't, when it comes to social media and TikTok drama. Sometimes just admitting, hey, I was wrong and then making the steps to or taking the steps to completely change that behavior and earn the respect and the trust back of your following and of the people around you. Um would would and maybe every there would be some people that would be like oh no I'm not gonna do it if you mess up once I'm done and that's fair fair but it builds again, a frustration it builds a frustration yeah. but it, but also 
conflict is marketable. It's it easily marketable. It it's you know in TV shows why they have conflict. Yeah, if if, was, if a story if didn't have right. conflict, like the Odyssey, if there was no conflict in the Odyssey, no one would read it. Um, any sort of any sort of story when like you know uh, if you're writing a short story. I remember having to do like sophomore year. Like, if you write a short story, if there's no conflict, the, the story can't go anywhere. Right. Um, if, and then like, and it's a little bit, it's, a, it's different with like specific types of content. Like, if you are a, like, if you're, if you're a how-to channel, or if you are a woodworking channel, um, or if you're a cooking channel, which is a how-to channel sometimes. Mm -hmm. But or if you like make videos specifically about even if like people I'm I say this people make content uh, content about Star Wars on TikTok and that still causes conflict. Yeah. If <laughs> soups, you're a piece of shit, and you deserve to uh, like to be put in front of a firewall. Um, apparently, because he didn't like Star Wars, he didn't like he, he didn't like Obi Wan. Yeah, it's like uh, opinions. Hey, calm the fuck down. I like Star Wars too. I'm not, like if you ever want to know what how how you should approach Star Wars, uh, look up the interview with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, and what he talks about with Star Wars. It's a it's made for kids. Star Wars is for kids. It, yeah, it, it it keeps some of the the people in mind that watched it before. But ultimately, who's buying the toys? I watched a one hour critique of Ed and Nettie, big picture show, and why a guy hated it. Which I get it. Like he's free to do that. But hey, take a shit and calm down. Um, if you wanna, <laughs> if you want the story, to, if you want the story to go the way you want it to, become and, a writer. Uh, either become a writer or uh, play a Telltale game. Right. If you want to have some sort of say in how the story goes, like even a little bit, play a Telltale game. I completely derailed the conversation. I, I apologize. What you were saying <laughs> is like conflict. People's lives are so boring that they create conflicts. This happens in relationships too. When a relationship is going really, really well, there is either one or both parties are like, mm, there's not enough conflict. They're programmed by movies and books. Like, there is, they're having everything go right, go good. That is possible. But we're led to believe that everything has to have a conflict. Everything has to have this, this, uh, this villain. Like something has to be going wrong. I used to live my life that way. Something bad is going to happen. I would prepare my body for it. It would make me in a bad mood. But I've let that go. And to mention this, I'm probably one of the few people that loves to be wrong. The reason I love to be wrong is that it gives me an opportunity to assess evaluate when you find when you find out that you're wrong that means you uh example i found out that i was playing a song wrong on the guitar i was playing a wrong note that sounded very similar but me liking playing guitar playing a song correctly in the right way with the right notes i was like fuck i was an idiot i hate myself for not playing it right i probably sounded so dumb to anyone who was listening but I'm like, hey, I learned I was wrong. Now I'm playing the song right. Harley almost fell right through the hole in my legs. Are you okay, baby? 
but I like being wrong. There's an, I know this sounds like an oxymoron. There's nothing wrong with being wrong, depending on the context. If you can be wrong about something, but people are so worried about being wrong, like that it's going to change their life forever. Or people, yeah, people might look at you different, but if you're wrong about something and you admit it and you actually take a course to change things, to correct that behavior, that's nothing but a good thing. Yeah. Well, so you, you made a comment about like people's lives being boring. Yeah. Uh, often, t- I, well, I feel like people confuse boring with just the mundanity of life. Life is very mundane. Well, it, there, well, it's not the, a bad thing. It's either. not. It's not always bad. Um, it's not always a bad thing. Um, but if it's just like man, sometimes life just has. It's just a straight shot. It's it a straight its road. And valleys. If you've ever traveled anywhere through, I, I mean, if you've ever traveled from one state to another, or if you've ever traveled uh, from a small town to a big city, there are some times on, you know, on on that trip where you you may drive through like a country town, or you may drive through for miles and it's just flat land, and there's not. There's not much going on. Um, I drive to California. I, yeah. Um, New Mexico. Go fuck yourself. Anyways. Hey. <laughs> That's where High School Musical is place. Uh, you watch it. Uh, uh, yeah, boring. <laughs> boring as hell. Hey, New Mexico. I felt like I was going on a fucking paper loop. Like, you know those fucking they, old school movies? They would have like this rotating image and they would have a treadmill. That's New Mexico. Fucking change it. Do something fucking different yeah. than what you're doing. I don't know if you have much control over that, but when I was driving through New Mexico, I wanted to run headfirst into a fucking cacti. Build of them. And just and just stay there. And whatever happened, happened. And it would happen if I let it. If I wanted to. No. Got to California. Mexico, go fuck yourself. Anyway, <laughs> okay, um, that's money. But essentially, it the, the the thing like you know sometimes people get their life gets too boring and they have to do something. Yeah, that happens. But I think it's just from the confusion, not just from it could be from many things. Um, but I think sometimes it's just the fact that um, as a society and as like who we are becoming with the advancement in technology and the way that we um, uh, partake in media and, you know, the way that we take part or indulge in media, it's something always has to be happening. Um, And there are some some days where I'm like, like, I need to get up and do something. But as soon as summer hit, and I got to, I, I didn't have to wake up super early in the morning to go to work. There was a day where I just sat in bed and did nothing. And it was one of the greatest things. Like, I didn't, like, I mean, yeah, I had my phone and I, like, I would either watch TikTok or watch YouTube. But I was like, I was like, I'm just, and it's nice. Some people can't, um... Some people just 
can't stationary. Whether that's just like literally physically, they just yeah. have to get up and move, or just mentally or socially or whatever. They there's just being still or just sitting in stillness, doing nothing, um, experiencing nothing. Whether that be conflict or good conversation, some people just can't do that, and they're not wired that way. And that's sometimes I mean that sometimes that's okay. Like it's okay to not you know. Not everyone in this world has to be like a social butterfly and not everybody has to be going to a concert every week or going and, and doing something every single day. But in that, I think sometimes get lost. Uh, I'm trying to avoid making a generalization, but sometimes some people um, just don't know how to not. How to not. Like, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. Just, just hey, just here's some advice. Halt. Don't cease. But like, don't. But like, there is a like. It's not even like don't with a period. It's like no, don't. Um, just don't. My some of my favorite people are the people that I can be comfortable in. Right. Not, I'm not having to say anything. Pontificating topics or constantly being. Also, fuck people who walking all. Walkman. iPads on. iPad on. Um, we get it. But the thing is, what you're doing with that walking, what you're doing, you think you're strengthening your joints? No, you're actually doing quite a lot of damage. No one's meant to walk. Um, think you're doing something. It's, well, it's better than just sitting there. You yeah. To find the middle. Also, stop. I don't like it. It makes me... And st stopping or doing anything, like, immediately. Like, if you, um, like, I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm not the person, most fittest. I'm not the most fit person uh, on this planet, right? you know. Um, so if I, you know, tried to run, you know, three miles in a day, you'd find me face down on the side of a road somewhere, uh, not unconscious, just laying there, um, roasting on the on the pavement, <laughs> um, doing anything with like anything <laughs> with immediacy, like stop. Like people who run every day, if they immediately stop, now it may not be as like a, it may not be this like thing um but there there are effects to that you know sit down like sit down every once in a while but like you know pop a squat you know even if you need to like just stop and do one of those little like squats like you're about to take a photo shoot um another person i hate is the fucking three-wheel laying down bikes whatever they're fucking called bicycles no literally they lay down on their back uh seen those guys and they have the little high vis flag so they don't get run over those i think those are like don't know the the actual name of, of just the ride parts. A, just ride a bike, though. You have to be training for something. Like the, you know what, what's that movie that Frankie Muniz was in, where he's in that it's like a Disney Channel movie, and or I think it's Frankie Muniz, where he's like they put him in these not a stock car, but it is a, it's a it's like a form of they might be training for that. Well, even then, just ride a fucking bike. You're laying. You're being lazy. That's what it is. Like yeah, you're using your leg power, but you're laying down. You're not. You're you're completely relaxed. It, I hate you. I don't want anything good in your life to ever happen. Hope you. What were we talking I, about again? I don't know. It, it, I think we switched. I think our brains were like, ah, oh, this is getting exhausting talking about people going to be victims. And <laughs> now we're just attacking. Just to make a clarification, no when we say victims, we're not talking about people who are victimized by like literal like verbal like people. Big dumb, like like. I need a dumb. 
I need a uh, like Vic Dumb and like Vic Dumb, but then like put like the TikTok logo. Vic, Victor Dumb. Um, uh. <laughs> it, I would, I'm I'm assuming what my cohort is uh, saying is what he means is that people who lie, like lie, and then when they get called out, it it's like oh, but, but here's why I did. Here's why. And now again, again, that would be different. It's like okay, this is why I lied because. Um, I am afraid of conflict. I'm afraid of holding myself accountable for things. And then whenever I get called out, it scares me and I'm gripped by fear. And so I go into this defense thing. Like well, I roll up like an armadillo. And that's, um, that's a majority of it. The, yeah. other, the other part of that is that some people lie because they That's a huge factor. You know what one uh, philosopher once said? Huh. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. And so if someone hurts you and you immediately... But that... So that Guru tugging my puta? No, that was Gandhi. That was sure. Gandhi. Okay. But even then, <laughs> even then, pick her up front, poke her in back. That's the one thing that I think is what is. <laughs> I want to watch the Love Guru. Right, and you, you say that I remind you of Adam for workaholics. <laughs> um, no, I, what I think. Mushka Hargaday, Pikun, break the That's not even the voice either. I, I love that show. Anyway, um, that's, I think, I think becoming a teacher has ruined it. No, um, it's because I, I see it even in, like, young, because they're seeing their family members or, you know, uh, other adults doing it. Um, but it, it's, it is a human, like, it's, it is, it's almost like an animalistic response that if you are threatened or something has the potential of threatening you. Sometimes people will just immediately hurt somebody because they think they're going to hurt them. There's an it's expectation. A thing. It is pre, it, but it's this built-in like I'm something wrong is going to happen to me, or, so I have to. I'm going to get you before you get. Yeah, type of mentality. Um, yeah. and then there are people if if something is done wrong to them, they will take it up a notch. But then, but I'm not yeah. saying that's the situation with the, this person that you're talking about. Well, um, I want to make it perfectly clear, too. Like, I don't think... I'm not just saying women do this. There are men who do this, Especially when it comes into the realm of victim. There are men who will lie to women, say, yeah, you're the only one I'm talking to. You're actually talking to I know the reason behind that lie. I've never had to use that lie. But the reason behind that lie is because if you, told, if you just were straight up with a girl and said, hey, you're not the only girl I'm talking to. You're not special. I am devoting my time to other women. More than likely, any woman with self-respect would be like, you know what? I'm going to opt out of this. I'm not going to associate with him. The route I took, knowing just how the climate is, where there's a potential of being lied on, I have taken the precaution. I. It's quite easy. Will you end up like pushing someone away or making them think twice about hanging out with you or oh harley you almost broke your neck <laughs> um yeah like it, there's been times because like right now i'm single i'm in the dating scene and i i i up front i'm like i'm dating uh, i'm not devoting myself to anyone you are not the only person i'm talking to that makes you uncomfortable you can just have a platonic friend you have to move it any further and if they decide to hanging out with me that's their decision I think there's this, I believe in this, fully informed consent. Like, 
cannot really fully 100% sent to something if you don't know exactly the ramifications. Like if someone's withholding something from you, and if they knew that information and they wouldn't consent to something, you're that's coercion. That is deceptive. Yeah. So guys do that. A lot of guys, girls do that too. They, they, there's a huge percentage of the population. Talk to multiple people. But that's why you find these dramas and conflicts and all these. Ooh, look at this, this content that can now be created from all this. You're not up front with your intentions. Bite you in the ass every fucking time. Yeah. It without fail. Telling lies, whether it's to hurt someone or self-preservation, bite you in the ass every time. No, it always comes up. I, th- I don't, because it's almost like something. Like it's kind of. It, I think it's viewed kind of as a taboo to kind of be like, or it'll be like, hey, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. I am talking. And even even being open, because that's if that's something you choose to do, that's your prerogative, right. uh, Bobby Brown. Um, and uh, well, he's not the best example. No, he's, he's not. No, it's just a lyric <laughs> from a song. No, I'm talking about him. Um, Whitney. Um, that, so that lyric from R. Kelly, my mind's telling me no, body's telling me it says all. Trapped in the closet, give you so many signs. Anyway, no, uh, that's an SNL. But it's me. even even being honest about that because I and I think that kind of goes into why people may withhold that sort sort of information rather than just saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you." Um, you know, I am talking to you, but I also am talking to some other people. But I'm not I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm just more looking for experiences, whether that be you know we we just go and get lunch every once in a while we talk, or yeah. you know, or we and hold hands while watching a movie um because there is that fear like oh so you're like oh so you're like one of those people like you can't 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 commit or or oh, you're yeah. or you oh you're promiscuous you hang out with a lot of people and it's like ultimately it's what it i i think and i've i've, I've and i would i feel like maybe this as the years go on maybe it won't looked at it as such a taboo um you know people have friendships with multiple people you can you know whatever you do whatever you do that you find is most comfortable thing um yeah but so it, when it comes to like everyone involved has to know. yeah like they, exactly. everyone needs to know so like if you're if if like five people know that you're talking to all of them or five people know that you're talking to other people, but one person doesn't know that. Those five other people don't just because they know doesn't mean that yeah, you know it makes it right. Like you no. shouldn't, you know, if if you were in the mindset like I'm, I'm not looking for a relationship. I just want to live life, experience friendship, experience connection with people. Yeah. And if whether I mean whether that those some of those connections are intimate connections or romantic connections or Strictly platonic, whatever it is, um, you know, being open is um, it, being open about it and not. Yeah. Now again, I know there there are with everything. There's an exception to the rule. 
everything. But if someone that is their choice and they're being open with that, I think it it kind of have to kind of reposture yourself. And I don't like using that word like you're so what posture are we taking to this? Because it sounds very um it sounds new wave. It sounds very new wave. <laughs> Some of the new wave stuff is okay, but like, mm. what kind of social posture are we gonna take with it? But like, you no, in the sense I, that I, don't, I hate that women vote. <laughs> Clearly a joke. <laughs> I'm out. No, um. So no, but it's just like, screw <laughs> me off my train of thought. Someone's gonna clip that and be like, "That's real." Yeah. Um. Well, and uh, oh, but it's just. Let me give you an example. Just the way, like, this is how people should say if I was in a room with Megan Fox, I wasn't with Jack Skelly and Tim. If I was with Megan Fox, said, look, I will let you have access to everything about me, but honest with you. But I only want to be a one-on-one -on -one thing. Hypothetical would never happen. But knowing me, if I was talking to other people, like, if I lie, I get to be with Megan Fox. If I tell the truth, I still might get to be with Megan Fox. But there's a possibility that Megan Fox wouldn't want to hang out with me. I would just err on the side of telling the truth. Because if someone's willing to entrust you, not only with their like most personal of personal, or even with their body, someone trusts you you have a moral obligation let them be influenced what your motives are get someone to get whether it's in bed with them a relationship a friendship get that person based on a lie there's nothing good and if you think they'll never find out truth like the Moon pushes that motherfucker. And there's a a force within, I don't know if it's nature or energy or if it's fucking uh, Jupiter lining up with Mars or some dumb shit. Truth comes out almost always. Well, it, I think it about, always does. like, uh, again, I can't speak 100% educated on it because I've never, I've never been afflicted by this, but like, uh, use of any sort of substance that is not regulated by the government. Um, even if it is regulated. Even any sort of substance or or, or like a, a taboo experience. Um, it's experiencing compromising the long term for a short term, short period of bliss, nirvana, ecstasy, whatever, whatever it is. Um, whether it is actually ecstasy or not, um, it's like the example of Megan Fox. Like, yeah, there are quite a few people who'd be like, you know, if they were offered that and they're like, oh, but I actually am talking to all these other people. Eh, I'm just going to brush that under the rug and I'm going to experience this. The long-term consequences for that just... It could be minor. It could, it could be, be minor. It could be major, but it's it's pushed to the, on the to the back burner for that moment time, well, for that momentary experience. But like, I, I pose this question to guys, 
would you rather say or know what, like you can lie to people and I believe you on it, but when you know the truth, what would you rather know that you were able to get with Megan Fox out of honesty or that you had to lie and we me personally, I would rather get with Megan Fox. I'm just using But, no, just me, even if I was the only one that would know and no one else would ever find out, I would know that I had to be a little lying fucking in order to get Then that would just bring out insecurities in me. Like, did I really get with Megan Fox because I was who I, she liked me for who I was or because I fucking i rather, if a girl wants to hang out with me, with me, whatever, I'd rather it be literally because I told the because that, that will bring self-doubt. Is she really with me for me? Or is she love with this avatar that I create? I think that's what she like it that's all it does is bring insecurity. Yeah. And that's why it's whether it's lying to get something, to hurt someone, whatever it is, lying is fucking it does no good. It causes heartache, not only for you and if you're listening to this. Truth sets your ass free. It truly does. Like you said, you were listening to episode four. Like you heard my first monologue. Like I have, like I'm honest, but I've never been that introspective publicly about myself. But I made fun of myself. I acknowledge what I said was dumb or what I how I was feeling was dumb, even if it did make me feel bad. And then later on, like I use an example, how honest I was about myself. Like I I Brett quote, after I had my pussy pound about my, about how bad I felt about something, at least I didn't like I didn't here's the thing. I know this is not very coherent. I'm actually quite sleepy. The I lost my train of thought, dude. Fucking shit. But we don't edit shit out. We let it happen. You were talking about like the introspection and talking about how you made fun of yourself. I had, I had a perfect, I had a perfect example. Really did. Perfect example. I can't fucking remember what I was gonna say. It was right on the tip of my tip, tip tongue. Um. That. Oh yeah. That. When you treat people a certain way, there's kind of an expectation that they that you would like for them to treat you the same way. My point of contention was a certain person was they expected someone to behave a certain way, got mad and upset at them that act that way. I never I don't take that route. Would I like how I feel about someone to be reciprocated back to me? Absolutely, feel great, but to straight up fucking demand it, like you have to demand a certain amount of respect. Like you can't just let people walk all over you. you. Can't control how someone feels about you. If if they don't feel about you the way you feel about them, not demand it from them. Very controlling. And when you allow, because that's ego. That that's straight up ego. You allow. 
denial of something allow you to change your character maybe that was always your character in the first place but to let it like let you lie or to let you stretch the truth something that it's not that doesn't help it feels good you're on the defensive but thing about the truth is that you never have to be on the defense you know what i would rather be friends with someone who did something wrong like wrong but admit that they were wrong instead of defend it it's just like mm, what else are you going to defend what other bad thing are you going to do justify it like everyone makes mistakes everybody has those that knows what i'm talking about everybody gets that way um yeah nobody's perfect i gotta work it oh uh, oh again and again until i know what I, I i need you up here dude you're down like here this, like dude. this listen to me like this listen to me uh damn we had a, that was 44 minutes yeah. another one of these with you from the very beginning the first half was just me but we need to do this again I, what time is it? 11, 12? I have... You see, I don't like it. But thank you for joining. For having me on. Can they hear it? Oh, yeah. Drum roll, please. Well, I am Justin. I'm Dylan. And don't panic with... <laughs> with my brother. How would you spell that? Panic with... Would be, I would think F-P-H-U, a silent Q. Ampersand. Anyways, this has been Don't Panic Episode 5. Don't Panic. Is that a hair deal? Is it?